Hello. Hello, I'm here. You're here. I'm here. Yep. Okay, everybody's here. Everyone's here. Yep. Their audience is here. That's everyone. That's, That's <laughs> another another early morning attempt here. Um, this yeah, one, yeah. This one might be a, a race against the clock. I have my baby monitor and I'm watching my kid here. So let's hope we can yeah. get some uh, good time in. Bam. Bam. Oh, you remember those Pop Tart commercials? <laughs> Do I? It's still like I can't help but quote that like almost daily. Still, it's like the unfunny joke that won't die that no one gets. Yeah, it's like you and me, maybe a couple other people, five other people that are exactly the same age and roll their eyes. Yeah. Um. So one thing that I was curious about is uh, we've both moved around a number of times. You went. Did you go straight from Canada to Japan? Um, I did Canada, Japan, Canada, Japan, Canada, USA. Okay. And I've done Canada, Australia, Canada, uh, US, UK, US, Canada. Canada, Canada. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or soon to be Bam, Canada. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're finally what? staying in the same country. I'm, yeah. So uh, one thing that I've been curious about that is... Uh, Video games and movies are slightly different from books. You can take a book with you and you can play it on uh, any set of eyes in any country. <laughs> um, but you can't necessarily take a Nintendo cartridge and play that on every Nintendo from every country. Uh, and you can't necessarily buy uh, a game in one country and then buy DLC in another country. Region uh, lock, man. Yeah, region lock. So I'm wondering, uh, has that affected you in any way? Um, it certainly has. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad that's the answer. Not <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> no um, sorry, what are we talking about again this week? Um, so <laughs> so uh, this goes back... I'm I'm... It goes back to what we talked about last time for me where when we were growing up, it's like all the games were from Japan. Um, yeah. And so I got this idea in my head, which is very silly. And especially now that I'm older, it's very silly. But like for me, it was like video games are a Japanese thing. So yeah. it's, it's something I want to experience in Japanese. It's almost like imagine you were real, you were this crazy film buff and you spoke like French and you spoke Italian and you spoke all these languages. If you're watching an Italian movie and it was really important to you, that you watch this movie, you know, in its in its real form or something, you'd probably just watch it. Like you wouldn't watch the dub one because you happen to be living in America at the time or something. Mm. Um, and I mean, everyone feels different about this, and it's not even like it's it's almost a trivial thing. But I, I don't know. Just a long time ago, it was like, well, I want to play them in Japanese. That's it. I, that's the original release well, I mean, of stuff, these games. Stuff gets lost in translation, right? It does get lost in translation, and also, I mean, there's a lot of censorship back in the yeah. like super nintendo days so like i found it was always this huge treasure to like get the japanese version and look at all this stuff that was cut and oh whatever mm -hmm. right and and i mean it, it, japanese text like the actual game cartridge storing all the characters takes a lot of room but once you have all the the different characters like the actual text takes less room than in english than english text mm -hmm. um in terms of just characters so that's what led to a lot of um cut dialogue in games too um, so playing the Japanese games for me growing up was always special. So 
I'm going all over the place here, but what I'm getting at is <laughs> the majority of my game collection is just Japanese games, which right. is, I don't know, it's just fun for me, I guess. And that, that even now, um, on the console side, anyway, persists. So, I mean, I, I buy a lot of Steam games. That's, I mean, those those are, they tend to be English only, but there are multi-language games, but very few of those are, like, j- Japanese games. But uh, for my console collection, um, obviously I have, like, Famicom games. Those don't work on an NES. I have... Um, I have like Japanese 3DS games, Japanese uh, uh, GameCube games. Like I have a lot of games that you need the Japanese version of the console, and it's right. a pain because it's easy. Like I have a, a good Famicom collection, but then as as the systems get newer and newer, like PlayStation Two is about half and half, <laughs> yeah. and so I need two PlayStation Twos set up, yeah, which is a huge pain. Um, yeah, and then like uh, 3DS, um, there was a special edition of 3DS released in Japan that we were going to buy. Um, but at the time... all the my one th- that looked like the Super Nintendo? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. But at the time, all my <laughs> 3DS games... Well, of course, I'd go for that, right? All my 3DS games were uh, the U.S. games, so I wouldn't be yeah. able to play them. Yeah. So, I mean, whereas, like, uh, I think it's, uh, uh, what, the first the first uh, DS... The first three Game Boys. The original yeah. Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance, and the DS. They, uh, they were, None of them were region locked. Which was awesome. And I think, yeah. I forget, there was like some weird justification. Like, you're meant to travel with it, so you can just pick up games yeah. anywhere. And I thought that was yeah. cool. And I don't know why they just kind of dropped that. I mean, I guess they probably realized no one was because like... The, because of the downloadable stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's probably a multitude of reasons, but... Um, I, that was a fun attitude to take, I thought. And it was cool. And I, I mean, like, Game Boy actually is a good example, because I have a lot of uh, Japanese and American <laughs> games, and I don't even know where my Game Boys are from. I don't care. Like I can just play yeah. any of them on any of them. So uh, it's definitely affected me in that sense. Like on the collecting side, I think your experience has been more like kind of the digital games and 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 what works and what doesn't when you move countries. Correct me if yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah, uh, to an extent. Um, I mean, that's been part of it too. Is like particularly in the past year, like you said, I've. I've I've been interested in getting some Japanese games mm. and it's, it's the same thing where um, for the 3DS, I would have to buy a, a new 3DS in order to do that. Right. So it's, it is good because I can play some of the old Game Boy games and, and Game Boy Advance. And, um, and so particularly they've released like Zelda games and, and uh, River City Ransoms and stuff on the Game Boy Advance that were originally on the Nintendo. So I could go back and get some of the original Famicom. I, I think they actually call those Famicom Mini. Hmm. Uh, so it's it's kind of tricky because with the new Mini fam- family computer <laughs> versus the Famicom Mini, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's sometimes hard to Google search stuff that's meaningful. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there's been a little bit of difficulty with that, with country hopping because... Um, some some countries have different displays as well. Mm, like, yeah. Like, so like in the UK, like you would have had PAL versus NTSC over mm-hmm. North America. Is it NTSC in Japan? It is. Yes. Okay. So at least there wasn't that hurdle for you. Like, <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. If, if you'd grown up in rural Scotland instead of rural <laughs> n- New Scotland, yeah. uh, you you would have had to import a TV as well. <laughs> as I know. Console, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well. One interesting thing is that the um, so the original Famicom, you probably know this little bit of trivia, um, but it didn't have like the component output. It only had the it went into the the cable um, antenna right. or the, whatever. The RF. Yeah, and their fr- the television frequencies <laughs> in Japan were different. 
So I think you'd put it on like channel two in Japan, which corresponds to nothing in North America, right? So the only yeah. way to make it work is if you have one of those like really old TVs where you had to like tune the channels to a specific frequency. Right. Th- then you would literally tune it to this non-existent frequency that the Famicom worked on, and you're good. So yeah. um, like all my Famicoms, I, I do have a, a couple like classic, um, you know, hardwired controller Famicoms, but uh, I use the the new Famicom because um, it has the AV output. Wonderful system, um, but there's another way that I guess I've been slightly affected. I just can't play those original Famicoms here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it was weird because, like, I, I was kind of aware that that was different for Australia. I don't know mm. if they're necessarily PAL, but I, I know at least... I think it's PAL, aren't they? I, I think know. it is PAL. There's another um, one, um, CCAM or something, S-E-C-A-M. It's, like, in France, and I, my, yeah. Australia might be that. I don't remember. Well, I, I I know the displays are a different resolution, so it must have been PAL. And I know that the plugs are a different wattage as well. Yep. <laughs> so when it came time for me to move from Toronto to Australia, I was just like, this is stupid. Like, not only are none of my consoles going to work, but shipping them there is going to be expensive. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the more space that I'm paying to store my stuff for here, the more expensive it is. And so... That was kind of the point for me where I I started just getting rid of all my old consoles. Like I got mm. rid of my Super Nintendo and Nintendo and PlayStation One and all the games that went with it. And yeah, um, I put the PlayStation Two into storage because there were still like Shadow of the Colossus and right. Kingdom Hearts and stuff on that that I, I felt like I would go back to pretty soon. Mm. So I put that into storage. But the PlayStation Three actually. Um, no matter what re- where you buy that, um, it can be plugged into any outlet, like because it, it uses the same type of plug as a computer, where you can just like go to your local computer store and swap the plug. Ah, okay. Um, and so the the voltage that it takes is is a wide range, so you can plug that in anywhere as long as you've got the the correct prongs on your plug. Right. So you I just need the, the one place. converter. Actually, I'm or adapter, I guess. Yeah, actually, I I'm both right and wrong on that. I'm right in that it would have worked for me in Australia, but I'm wrong in that I took it. I didn't take it with me. Okay. I ended up putting that into storage because I just figured like the cost of shipping everything there. I was only planning on being there for a year. Yeah. Um, it just didn't make sense, so I ended up leaving PlayStation Three there. But I had done all the research into it, so. I know one of my friends had been affected by that because he sh- he brought his to Australia, and then he realized that the the plugs didn't fit and he wouldn't be able to use it. And I told him the information. It's like, no, no, wait, the voltage is fine as long as you get the plug and pu- put it in, it'll work fine. So he did, and he was quite happy with that. He he bought some games, and the problem he had is then he moved to Canada, and the games all still worked. But he created a new, uh, like he, PSN he account new, or something. Yeah, you create a new PSN account depending on where you're living, like because yep. you know you have to. It, it ties to a credit card, so that was a problem he, for me coming to uh, America. Yeah. Yeah. So he he bought something with the Australian credit card on the Australian account. Went to Canada, no longer had an Australian credit card. Made a Canadian account. Bought DLC for the game. And, of course, the DLC doesn't work because they're two different regions. Right. So, (laughs) 
Yeah. That's definitely a bit of frustration when you're like a, a nomad like us is that when, when you go to different countries, it's easy to fall into stuff like that where you buy something in one region and then can't play it. And that's one of the big frustrations about region locking. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. In the modern world, I would think there's enough people moving around all over the place that this is a common enough uh, situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess going back to your point about like plugs and stuff, it's, so Japan... Um, has uh, almost the same standards as North America. They actually have right. a slightly lower voltage, right? Um, which I've heard people have said, like, if you want to bring a Japanese electronic thing to North America, you should get a converter because long-term yeah. it might cause damage, blah, blah, blah. Um, I never have. I've never had any problems at all. Um, everything's been totally fine. So uh, to me, they're just interchangeable. Like, I, I would bring my electric razor to Japan and use it. It's, you know, it doesn't even, the, the plug is the same. Everything works. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely way more voltage in, uh, Australia. in Australia and mm. and in the UK. Um, yeah, it's double, I think. Isn't it 240 or something? Yeah, so, like, I, I had a a hard drive enclosure that has four hard drives in it mm. and the f- I checked everything out and that thing was designed to be able to take the wide range of voltage and so I plugged that in in Australia and immediately a loud pop and smoke comes out of the little power bar thing that must have been heartbreaking <laughs> so it was like the device itself took the wattage but the power bar didn't okay <laughs> so I was super horrified because, like, I just lost four hard drives of everything I've ever done. And it turns out that was completely fine. My hard drives ended up being completely fine. It it shorted at that box, not (laughs) where the power goes in. So, And then, yeah, all I had to do was buy a new uh, power box, and, and it was fine. But, yeah, that was... Terrifying, I bet. Terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's super... Weird when you're going to different countries and all of a sudden you have to get the the different plug adapters and and the yep I forget what it's like a step up or a step down converter or whatever to, for the voltage <laughs> yeah um well I was going back to what you were saying about PAL too um it's interesting <coughs> I don't know if you knew this but um the the actual display frequency is different as well right yeah yeah it's fifty hertz I think so um the solution for uh like the original Nintendo and I think Super Nintendo at least was and Sega Genesis. Yeah, was to do nothing. The games just played at a different frequency. Yeah. <laughs> so they're different speed. That's it. <laughs> yeah, which is, which is really weird because apparently Sonic the Hedgehog. That's a game that's like designed to be fast, and apparently the UK got a completely different experience because <laughs> they didn't compensate for the the hertz. Yeah. So it just plays at a different speed. Yeah. Which is funny, definitely. Um, for. PSN, I actually, I remember it was a huge pain in the ass for me, but I don't remember, maybe I like blotted it out of my memory, but I don't remember, I I can't remember if I started a new account or if I just fudged around with it until it worked. No, but you had to start a new account. I think so, yeah, so, um, like, none of my games work now, of course, and it's like, whatever. Uh, they, they should still work. Um, so, because I've got, so I've got a Canadian account and an American account. And I can play any of the games fine. Do you have to log into that account, like the American account, to play the games bought in the American? No. So when I log in... You have to log in to install them, I think, from whatever account. For me, um, when I go to play it, it says, it gives me some message. I forget the exact wording, but it's like, you need to go to the store and authorize this purchase. And I'm like, "Uh, okay, I bought this. What are you talking about? So I go to the store, and the only option I have when I go to the store is to buy the game again. 
there's no authorize button. There's no anything. It doesn't point me anywhere. Um, when mm. it, it says go to the store to authorize, and there's like which, which game is that? All of them. Um, all like them? Uh, Mega Man 10, and like there's some PlayStation One games I have, and some uh, I don't even remember Marvel vs. Capcom oh. 2. It's just everything. It's just stop working. Huh. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> hmm. Um, I've I've just been lazy about it. Really, I mean, I meant to talk to some people or like contact Sony or you know something, but. Uh, that's how and so, and so, if you change to the other account, would it work fine though? I don't know. I don't know that I have another account. Because you should still be able to log in with both accounts. Like you yeah. wouldn't have closed the old one. Because I mean that that's how it worked for me. Is and I don't know if they still do that, but they used to at least let you log in on someone else's machine, right? Yeah, yeah. So which I think they still do. Yeah. So so we've done that where. You logged in on my machine at one point, so I got like Grand Theft Auto and yeah. uh, some other stuff on my account. So I can still play those, uh, and I can still Weird. play my Canadian stuff, and I can still play my American stuff. So you figured this out better than me by the sounds I of guess. it. I guess. Yeah. Um, but it, but it, it was weird, though, because, yeah, like, I, I remember Andrea, when at her job, she had, like, a game jam or something. Hmm. So she had won a Best Buy gift certificate. And so I went to use that to buy Nino Kuni. Like I, I used the Best Buy certificate to get a PSN gift card. <laughs> okay. Guess. Was this in the states or in Canada? Yeah, in okay. Canada or no, in the U.S. Okay, okay. Uh, and so that was when I realized I can't use this PSN card because it's an American one, and I have a Canadian account. So <laughs> I had to create an American account so that I could use the. Uh, redeem that and I got Nino Cooney and I think a couple other things but um, at least it worked in the end you had that yeah, American it, account it, it did work in the end and it, it's super weird now because I've got the two different accounts and so like depending on what sales are going on hmm. I might buy the game in one region <laughs> versus buying it in <laughs> another region awesome like, play the system yeah because it was like the I think the Suikoden games uh, Suikoden 1 and 2 when they were released on the PSN they were on sale for like a couple dollars in the US but they were like full price in Canada mm. so I bought them on the US and I can play them on my PSP but <laughs> careful I, I don't know if there's some like illegal thing happening there well no what's weird about that is that the PSP is much more region locked than the PS3 because you can only log in with one account on your PSP right so it's so now I have two P- yeah yeah, so I have two PSPs now. I have one that's Canadian and one that's American. <laughs> to get around this problem. <laughs> which which worked out by luck in a way because I, I bought a PSP on Craigslist. Mm. And I don't recommend you buy a PSP, period, because they're pieces of shit where the... the if you want to play the physical games, the, the little UMD disc reader just has an incredibly high failure rate. Great. So I bought that, and I was, like, partway through a game, and then it just stopped working. And I looked this up, and I'm like, okay, great. That's just what the PSP does. It it breaks. Uh, so that was, like, $100 that I had spent on that PSP. And then, because, you know, it's Craigslist, I, I have no warranty or anything. There's nothing I can do about yeah. it. So it's reserved exclusively for Canadian downloads. <laughs> um <laughs> That did but work then, out, by the sounds of it. But then, yeah, there was someone else at work uh, who was moving to New Zealand, 
And so he decided to sell off a bunch of stuff, like his router and PSP and everything. And they, mm. were, they were all dirt cheap because he just he wanted to get rid of massive amounts of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I bought like a router and a PSP from him for seventy dollars total. Mm. And so now I was able to finish my games, and that one works completely fine with with the disc based games, which I've stopped buying. But um, so because I had the two of them, I was like, okay, well, I can just make a, an American account on this one. And so yeah, good. It it it's a, a f- really frustrating though to to have situations like that. And I and I had a very similar situation with the uh, 3ds because mm. when I bought that, I bought that in Canada. So and you couldn't do wa- anything with it in the states then. No, I could at the time. I, I took oh, that down to the U.S. You could you could change your region settings as much as you wanted back then, um, but there ended up being enough people. I guess when the Wii U came out, that were they they sold their Wii and bought a Wii U, and then they couldn't get any of the games back that they'd bought or and stuff because there was no like global account, hmm. um. At, or people would drop their 3DS and it would break, and again, they were just out whatever they'd bought. So Nintendo's like, okay, we'll solve this problem. We'll make a Nintendo account, and you can register for this. And that account is region-locked. And by the way, it's region-locked. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I bought the Canadian 3DS, moved to the U.S. They start this program, I register for it, and now my DS is region-locked to the U.S. <laughs> so I'm back in Canada, and the only way that I can buy games for it is I can buy a physical game, but I I, I, I think I mentioned this a, a couple times ago, like now that games don't come with like physical books You're uh, and maps to, and all that yeah. stuff, I, I, I don't really like buying the physical stuff anymore because... I move a lot, and mm-hmm. it just takes up space, and I have to pay to move it around the world, and so I prefer to buy digital. So, <sighs> so the only way I can summarize buy with a sigh. Yeah, so the, the only way I can buy games for that now is I can buy them digitally, uh, physically in the store, and that's what I did for Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Um, or I have to go onto like Amazon with my American Amazon account, and I can buy the digital download code there. And then I can use download code in the Nintendo store. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I don't have an American credit card anymore, so I can't do anything directly through the Nintendo store. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I have the, for, for what it's worth, I have exactly the opposite uh, problem with my 3DS because I got it in Canada, registered everything, yeah. set everything up, and then moved here. So, yeah. same problem, right? Um, and I guess your problem's worse because I don't think they sell download codes in the Amer- in the Canadian Amazon, do they? Uh, I haven't explored. I don't know. I don't think they do. Yeah. I yeah, for for anyone that's in America, uh, Amazon sucks in Canada. <laughs> there's just there's it just not n- there's just not near. I mean, for for the longest time, you could really only get books. Yeah. Uh, and I remember being frustrated because you like you could buy CDs and movies and video games and stuff in in the U.S., but you could get books in Canada. Yeah, and so, they remain constantly just outpaced. Like, I don't, can you get yeah. Amazon Prime in Canada? You can get Prime, but but I think it's um, limited to certain cities or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, 
No, I think they are starting to limit it. Um, for the longest time, it was cheaper for people to buy their groceries on Amazon if they lived in like rural Nunavut, <laughs> because it was free Amazon Prime shipping, right? Versus like hundreds of dollars for shipping, to because you have to bring stuff up by airplane, yeah. specifically for a town of like a hundred people. Yeah. Uh, so they're so cracking the, down. Yeah, so they've started cracking down on that, and you can't get free shipping through Prime there anymore. Because, mm. yeah, the, like, everyone just started buying their groceries in there, and it was like Amazon was losing money by doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, I, just going back to two quick things while I'm thinking of it uh, about the PSP. It's not yeah. really related to the topic at hand, but um, for me, my experience with the PSP, uh, my friend gave me one for free because he didn't need it anymore. Yeah. It was quite new or at least unused um and he gave me like a bunch of games with it and one of the games was the uh uh it was the um castlevania yeah, yeah. remake and the, so i played that the, so and, the one that has symphony of the night is an unlockable yeah it also has the original version yeah. of itself as an unlockable so i yeah, played I it uh, yeah i played it until i unlocked the original version and then i just beat the whole original version <laughs> that's what i did too <laughs> and yeah and then i put away the psp forever <laughs> <laughs> well, I I did that. Uh, I beat the original instead of the remake, and, yeah. but I also unlocked Castlevania because that's the the Saturn version that has uh, Maria in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's that's the pristine copy I own and cherish. So, like, yeah. I actually have the Saturn disc. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I I played through that version as well. Yeah, uh, and you played through I, the, the extra hallway, the whole single extra hallway they added to the map. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I played that. Um, I don't have very many PSP games. I got Final Fantasy Crisis Core, oh, yeah. which I enjoyed. I um, think I have that. Like, I, I have a bunch that I should look at, actually. I have, um, the I have, ga- they have like, the games that I had were solid. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not that I don't like the system. I, I don't know. I just never, I kind of just, I should actually. The battery life pull is it out pathetic again. on it, so. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really. I mean, we talked about it a bit, but like I was playing in my carpool and, and kind of yeah. gaming outside a little bit. But these days, I don't. I typically play games at home only, so yeah. it's less of a concern for me. That's for sure. Um, uh, my other thing, though, just uh, going so the the PSN account problem. I don't remember exactly, but I remember when I first moved to the states. There's this big issue of like uh, like tax residency and yeah. Canada. So the states is interesting because if you're in the country for more than 180 days in one year. You're a tax resident. That's yeah. it. It's a number. You can count it. Done. Yeah. Canada has this bonkers subjective point system that yeah. where different – you're probably familiar with this, but different – different. If you maintain bank accounts or Yeah, different things stuff. give you some yeah. amount of points that is not public. And, then and it's, it's weird because you can write a letter – to like get advice as to whether or not you're a tax resident. I know, and it's advised you don't because you're basically saying you're basically providing information that you haven't been, <laughs> you know, asked for. So yeah, I, I, but, I'm aware. But of not that. only that, but whatever advice they give you isn't binding. Uh, yeah, they could say <laughs> so, you're fine and decide later you are a tax resident, right? Yeah. So I just went crazy and like cut everything. Like I thought I I, I was like going paranoid and, crazy but i was worried that like they'd look at like my account like my my gmail and if it was registered to a canadian address i'd oh, be a tax really? like <laughs> just going crazy so i remember that's with, definitely overboard yeah it was it was crazy but with psn especially being that it's a credit card 
Um, even yeah. though I canceled the credit card, the fact that it's registered there, I don't know, in my mind, I was like, this this is evidence that I'm maintaining residency. So I think I yeah. might have actually gone in and like full on, I don't know, deleted the account or something. I don't really remember. So I, I might have messed that all up well, on my own. I mean, it's possible you got screwed because of like hacks or something too. Because yeah. I know there, there were PSN hacks and you had to like reset your password and stuff. So that also happened. I don't know if like you needed to have your original credit card number to be able to reset your account and stuff. Like, yeah. I am not uh, sure. They, they, they do that with Apple and that's really frustrating because um, it is frustrating. Like I've got, again, I've got a Canadian account and an Australian account and an American account. <laughs> I, on I also iTunes. have a Canadian and American account. <laughs> I, I can tell a story about that. However, <laughs> that time has come. I'm looking at the baby monitor and somebody's standing up and, making noise by the looks of it so all right i should probably jet uh little, okay a little bit of a shorter discussion this time but hopefully uh it's uh we got we covered the main points i think yeah there's only so far you can go with talking about how annoying it is to live in different countries and i don't know man i can complain all the people everybody. that have lived in one city their whole life are just gonna tune out <laughs> <laughs> in a way lucky them ignorance is bliss but yeah. in a way lucky us i guess yeah Cool. All right, man. Well, have a wonderful week. All right. You too. Cheers. Cheers.